Greg Will from Heavy Hole Podcast, joined by my co-host Justin. Hello. And Tom. Yo, guys. And uh, obviously this is a very uh, a special, um, somber episode of Heavy Hole Podcast. Uh, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to call it a bonus episode. I wouldn't call it even an episode. Yeah. I would just yeah. say it's like an editorial of sorts. Like, there's a lot to cover. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to collect my thoughts before, and you suggested we roll on this candidly. And so, well, something I wanted to, you know, right off the the, the bat is, uh, you know, obviously rest in peace to Trevor, and um, that's been on everybody's minds, uh, like worldwide, uh, you know, metal scene for like the last few days. There's a lot of energy in that, and um, I think it hit everybody just as as uh, you know, shockingly as as it did, you know, me and you guys, and and um you know, talking to people and, and uh, texting people behind the scenes, you know, the last few days. It's been hard to process. The reason I wanted to get you two guys together, I'm glad we could do this in person, yeah. is to just talk about it. And it's it's almost like I just want to say the intent of this episode is certainly not to speculate or pass judgment or um, uh, uh, capitalize in any way. Um, it's, it's really to help me process um, this by talking to my friends about it. And the death metal scene, the underground metal community has been less about, you know, community and in person the last two years because of COVID. We're just getting out there, things, you know. So it's like part of processing these type of things is um, is, is talking to your friends. So I'm just, I wanted to do this with you guys and in the hopes that our community, the Heavy Hole Podcast listeners that we've built these last few years, I know all of you, this has been on your mind for the most part the last few days too. So maybe in some small way, that, you know, it helps you process and feel free also to, to call the voicemail or the, you know, use our heavy hole podcast at gmail.com or any of the social medias to reach out about this. If you, even if you just want to get something off your chest, man, it's, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, so I don't know if you guys have any thoughts, um, um off, the, off the bat, you know, I, don't I, know. I will say, um, the timing of this horrible event was, um, Somewhat strange for me personally, and I, I think for you also, Justin. We uh, it was Justin's bachelor party last weekend. Um, when when he, you know, when that happened, and um, that whole weekend, like like Black Dahlia murder was brought up so many times because we were with friends who we hadn't seen in a long time, and we were talking a lot of metal, and like it was uh, we were reminiscing, we we're playing Funeral Thirst, like all that stuff happening, and like I, he had died already, and we didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just kind of like, it kind of spoke to like grander than nostalgia, more of like this carved out a lot of, um, it's 12 guys at that house yeah. and like more than half of them, their musical tastes are like partly carved like by that generation of Black Dahlia kind of making that happen. So it was, it was strange. I, I gotta say, yeah. it was like kind of uh, chilling. Yeah. I mean. Echoing that, it's, I mean, the 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 work, man, was, uh, like you said, like, we have all these guys coming together, pretty different musical tastes, you know, you can get, like, granular about it, about how different it is, but, like, there, like, there are these uh, bands or artists that, like, are those convergent points that come in, Black Dahlia is definitely one of those, to me, is like, a, it's, it was a gateway band, to like more extreme metal sure coming from like a you know like a metalcore kind of you know um i'm not even gonna say background but that's the kind of sound i I gravitated to it was a scene too it was what was around Uh it 
you know, it was like the kind of band that was playing with hardcore bands that was so much more intense and like opened uh, a lot of people's eyes to like that, that darker, more extreme side of music. The, the, the voice on this guy, dude, I don't know, man. It's like, there's a lot, there's a lot to be said. I like the, this celebrating now of, of the, 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 the kind of the art that was left behind. Yeah. The, you know, the amount of bands that put two singers in their band to try and sound like that one dude. Yeah. That's a good point. It's, it's pretty that. intense, but, oh. um, yeah, that is, that is a spooky thing. Uh, um, that, that weekend. Yeah. We were kind of just, we were fixated on that a little bit of, uh, of the, the importance uh, of that band on our lives together as like a friend group. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the first time a lot of people heard blast beats and like black metal inspired, like, you know, say what you will about the songwriting and the early stuff sounding at the gates ish, but it was like, it is, it doesn't, there wasn't a band that sounded like that. And that's kind of why it made sense. And, um, it's, it was huge. Dude, shit blew my mind. So, uh, yeah, coming off of that trip and finding that out was very upsetting. I, I didn't even, you know, you guys hadn't shared that story even with me. So I'm hearing that just the same time the listener is. Yeah, That's, we just meeting up, man. <laughs> yeah, wow. I It's it's very um, weird coincidence. I You know, I, I had a weird coincidence, if I'm going to be honest, too, man. I didn't find out about this until everyone did. What was it, I guess? Was it Wednesday afternoon? That the news broke on, you know, like the you know the social media post was made by. I think so. It was like Wednesday afternoon when I got a flurry of texts. It was you know after my my drive home from work, mm-hmm. um, from bandmates and and friends, you know, you know about it. and I you know I went online like everyone else did and I read about it or whatever and it was it was shocking. Um, but what was weird? I was driving out of the park. There was a big public parking lot I park at for my job, and I was just pulling out. And, um, I, you know, I just saw, I just saw somebody, another person walking towards their vehicle and it just struck me like a lonely person or whatever. And like, I, I just, for some reason, my mind drifted as I was driving and I was thinking about the concept of suicide and I was thinking about, uh, people taking, it was just, it was weird. I had this kind not, I wasn't thinking about it myself. I'm not, you know, saying that I'm just Mm -hmm. saying like, for some reason I was just, you know, I was thinking about it and how, you know, I had this kind of like, you know whatever you want to call it, a deep moment about the fra- the fragility of life and depression and that's i've been there with depression and that sort of thing but and i thought about it and then you know i after, after a few minutes i put the radio on and i drove home and i had my commute home and then i got home and i checked my phone and there's all these texts about it, it was just weird how it kind of like you know it coincided with a thought i had i didn't you know i didn't realize you guys even had that that coincidental experience yourselves it's it's, it's weird and, and you know another thought i had today in thinking about our, you know, how are we going to do a podcast about this or how are we going to have a talk about this is this is a really, he's an iconic person, but for some reason, this is also hitting harder than say, rest in peace, dime big Daryl for me or rest in peace. Um, uh, you know, a lot of other, um, or, you know, Joey Jordanson or a lot of other metal celebrities. And I'm not putting anyone down, I think it just speaks to Trevor was from my generation. He was just about one year exactly older than me and Black Dahlia Murder put out their demo and then eventually their first album, the time that I was in Biolich doing my thing. So it was kind of like 
I always saw them as this band that made it that was from my generation. Guys my age that came into the game when I was, you know, saying we were in high school the same, you know, years and all that, even though they were from a different state. In other words, I look at them, I look at Cattle Decapitation or certain other bands as bands that, you know, I, I went off, I worked jobs, I did other things, my bands weren't as successful. I don't hold bitterness about that, but those are the guys that made it. Mm-hmm. Those are the cannibal mm-hmm. corpses and the deicides and morbid angels of my generation, of, of my age. You know what I mean? And it, I th- it just really hits hard because he, of all people, he was so out there. He was so accessible. He was so friendly. I mean, everything they say about him, it's, it's, it was the really the truth. In my experience, having met the guy a few times and having. Um, uh, worked, you know, in a band that was supporting them on tours. That he was a personable, friendly guy. He had a genuine passion and and knowledge for all this stuff. It's not, it's not hype, you know. That's that's oh. that was a big part of 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 who people knew him to be. And mm-hmm. um, uh, it, it it's. You know, that's that's the thing is he shared so much of himself with everybody, man. So everybody really is, is touched by this, I, I think, in a way, man. It's it's hard. He was like, in a lot of ways, especially in this social media generation, he was everybody's friend who got them into metal in a way. You know what I mean? And, and like for me personally, I've been upfront about this on the podcast before. I don't listen to a lot of the Black Dahlia's Murders music over the years. I respect them a lot. I loved watching them live. I will listen to certain things every once in a while. But... You know, the point is, you guys, and we've said this before on the podcast, it's a lot of where the podcast comes from, is you guys are from a little bit of a generation younger than me. Not much, but to the point where the whole metal core, death core, what the Black Dahlia murder did, what the Red Core did, all those bands, I just have a little bit of a different perspective on it. I love that shit, too, and I listen to that shit, too, but it's like... The point I'm trying to make is that Trevor's personality kind of even exceeded whether or not you you liked that band for their music or whether or not you enjoyed listening to whatever album. 100%. He he was the type of person where people in the guttural slam community, you know, were respect. It's it you know he it was like the you know the honorable king or something. You know I don't know man. I I'm trying I'm 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 rambling now. I think trying to put it into words, but I think you guys see where I'm going. No, you're 100. The first time I I say that with respect, all that. First time Mm -hmm. we saw Black Dahlia Murder, like I I remember like you know I'm I'm not not vocally talented at all, but like seeing him on stage like that personality like that storytelling s kind of thing i was like that's what i want to do you know what i mean like that's the goal is like have that kind of relationship with like with an audience of people who like know you and love you maybe heard about you or you don't don't know you at all and you're trying to win them over like that the the presence uh that he had held professionally was something that like i was like captivated by you know and i'm I, you know, I didn't, I didn't have too many like personal experiences with him other than running into him a couple of times at some shows. And like, I'm a awkward, terrible dude to run into. And he was always like a sweetheart. You know what I mean? So like that, you know, that, that is what it is. But, uh, yeah, my God, dude, like just taking off his shirt, heartburn across like the, like I just got that so uh-huh. much, dude. Yeah. Um, Man, yeah, what a what a, uh, an impact that. Well, you know what you made me think of too, man, and I did want to bring this up. I said, you know, um, uh, a while back I was in a band that had the opportunity to do. I believe we did a two week tour across the United States. It was like a marathon, man. Um, we're covering a lot of territory in a little bit of time uh, with Black Dahlia Murder, um, and and 
he, I, I, I honestly believe that, you know, behind the scenes, he gave us that opportunity or he fought for us to get that opportunity, even though we weren't as big a band as maybe should have gotten that opportunity, man, because he believed in that band so much. I always appreciate that. And on that tour, that's what I'm saying. He proved himself to be, even to the younger underground bands that were around and the fans, you know, that guy. And something I learned, uh, somebody told me shortly before we were about to go on that tour, somebody told me, they were like, you better get used to doing tours like this with bigger, more commercial metal bands and things like that if you want to be in this band or if you want to, you know, be in bands that play bigger, big to bigger audiences. You know what I mean? And I found out exactly what that meant by the end of that tour. I looked up to Trevor tremendously, obviously for vocals, for stage presence, for all the things that Justin mentioned just mm -hmm. now. But also the way he treated fans, the way he treated people at the venues, the way he treated his bandmates that I saw. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Everything that I was witness to being, you know, backstage in certain events or, you know, like being able to just stand off to the side and watch them do fan meet and greets where people got there early at the venue sometimes to, to take pictures and stuff like that. I really looked up to him and I, I said to myself, the guy's pretty much my age. We're the same age. So it's not like I can accomplish in my life what he did you know what i mean i'm uh, you know i'm somewhere between a has-been and a never was in death metal i'm joking but you know it, like it just made me change how i look at things and look at it like you know what man like this is why he made it you know mm -hmm. you need to change your game and maybe change aspects of how you conduct yourself and step you know it's, it, professionalism is what i'm talking about yeah. you know what i mean yeah it, it, professionalism and um Kind of like, you know, like that old cliche thing where, you know, people say like, oh, my, my, my dad taught me to treat the, the guy who cleans the floor the same as the owner of the building or so. Like, you know, you kind of, I kind of got that vibe, man, that he was just a humble guy who, you know, always had time for everybody. So it's just I learned a lot on that tour, definitely. And even after that tour, when I would run into him while he was living in New York, he would be at the underground shows. He would be at the nitty gritty shows where there wasn't a lot of people <laughs> oh, there. Oh, yeah, man. That's, and, um, you know. Yeah, he, um, seeing him at those shows, like. I saw him at Vitus all the time. He would go to all the shows. Every like we saw him over at uh, Blackthorn with Malignancy. There was like no one there, and he was like, he was that guy. Like you talk about fans. Like I'm, I all I'm, a, I'm a fan of his. I was, I still am. Um, but like he knew me on a first name basis because I I bumped into him enough times and we talked and I showed I he know he knew about the show and he would ask about the show and he knew about Rose Mortem. The other show I would do, yeah. and he would ask about that, like, because he's the guy who would stop if you were smoking a cigarette outside and you were like talking to him. He would stop. He didn't smoke. He would sit there for the whole cigarette and like talk to you. Yeah. And like when people came up who were like, you could you could watch the excitement in people wanting to chat with him, and he would give him all the attention in the world. And uh, he he made a lot of friends. Like you walked into Vitus, and everyone knew him, and he knew everyone by name, which is another like powerhouse move. It, it is, and it's impressive, and I honestly believe that there's probably, probably, I don't know, but there's probably a lot of pressure and a lot of stress that can come with being that guy. Sure, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're giving so much of yourself, you don't, you're going to the place you love to do the thing you love, but you also, you don't have that anonymity or that privacy at any moment. You know what I mean? So no, I, and you, you, yeah, constantly on the edge, it is a performative task. Just going to, like your hobby becomes more performative all the time. Uh, yeah. And I could see that yeah. being a pain. Well, you brought up the show and that he knew about the show. 
that's the other point that I definitely um, wanted to make sure I cover in this episode. In the spirit that I've always, as I always said, I try to be transparent with the listeners. Um, and, you know, we don't always talk about what goes on with the booking. I owe Trevor an apology for never having booked him on the show. Um, and I, I obviously wish now and have wished for the last few days saying, damn, this, you know, when Sean Reinert from, from, um, uh, uh, cynic passed away and when a lot of other people passed away, I always said, I wish we had that conversation, but man, this time it really stings. And you guys know, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be behind the scenes, you know, I, one of the reasons I, I never booked Trevor was because he seemed out there on so many other platforms and on, on on much bigger platforms than our own, but also some other smaller ones. And I said, at a certain point, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be asking him, to, you know, like, like when I see him or when I talk to him, like, it's almost like, I don't want to, it's, I don't want to ask a favor. I just want to say, how you doing or whatever. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to like take more of the guy's time. He's, he's very exposed and very out there. You know, I want to go for like the more obscure, you know, underground person that nobody knows about or whatever. So I think eventually, you know, I probably would have bumped into him and had him on and said, man, this is overdue. So I do regret that, man. But I just wanted to get that out, out front for people who might wonder why we hadn't had him on. Yeah. I, he definitely would have done it. He was I, he was down to do roast mortem for fuck's sake. Uh, of course, like he was yeah. he he wanted to do everything. And roast mortem is a booking nightmare. We don't really book guests that much, so that never happened for a bunch of reasons. Well, yeah, I, I can say the same about our booking, but we won't get into that. No, yeah. it's yeah, the nature is very different. But regardless, like, um, I'm just you know as upset as I am about it. It's not really about me at all, and I do feel honored to have interfaced with him in the way i had where it went from the guy who i saw once and i was like i don't know what to say to you to a guy who i saw a few dozen times at shows and it became hey trevor what's up that was really that was cool that was a very cool thing in the way he corresponded with that and and how he did that with probably hundreds of other people yeah all over the world man yeah i I mean yeah and that's you're absolutely right, man. You know, I don't want this to, to, to sound like it's about me or, or about the show or anything, but I'm just trying to express my, um, you know, like express my feelings on it and, and, and kind of like speak my piece on it. Um, it's it's something I mean. And also, you know, I would just add the other thing. The other thing I just wanted to add for Heavy Hole Podcast listeners is that the other episode that you'll hear this week, um, the Leo Backman of Immortal Suffering interview episode was obviously recorded and produced before we heard any of this news. So I just thought it would be a little inappropriate to just share the regular weekly episode and not do something like this to acknowledge that this had happened because it's such overwhelmingly huge news um, and crushing news to, to all of us in the underground metal community. So that, that's 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 all I really wanted to say. I don't know if you guys have anything else. Thanks for the slams, brother. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have a good one. Hey. Cheers to it. Yeah. This is the boys. Forever. Cheers to Trevor, man. Rest in peace. Um, cheers to the listeners, too. I'm sure you're thinking a lot of things, even about this episode being not your typical heavy hole episode. Um, I don't know. Hey, uh, it is what it is. Life you know. is weird and sticky sometimes. and This wasn't your typical heavy hole week. <laughs> no. This wasn't your typical week for anyone in the metal scene. And yeah. For the cheers to the listeners. And like we said at the top, if the listeners, if any of you want to leave a voicemail. Uh, if any of you want to leave an email, 
Um, if any of you want to leave something on social media uh, in, in regards to, to this to this topic, to Trevor and tribute to Trevor and memorial to Trevor, to Trevor, so sharing your stories, just be um, be mindful if you leave a voicemail. There's a three minute limit, but um, you know we you know we will put something together with that content in the future too. And um, you know we hope everybody out there is doing good because the same way. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to speak for myself. You know, I, I have dealt with depression and I know what it's like throughout my life. I'm sure most of our listeners have dealt with a lot of shit. Everybody has shit is a saying that I, I, I try to keep in mind is that everybody has shit, including all of our listeners out there. So whatever you're going through, man, you know, I, I just hope you can you can take it day by day and hang in there. Yeah. And, and, and hope, hopefully the power underground metal can keep you going another day. Yep. Find some joy. Cheers. Yeah, 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 yeah